Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. And this is another episode of the podcast that's all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused and less empty and miserable. And each episode of Jumpstart, my co-host Lucas Lassinger is with me. Luke, you're at grad school now. I am. Wow. Wow. How's it going? I, I hope it's going well. We. I'm going to be honest, we record these ahead of time, so I don't actually know, but at this point, we're hoping it's going well still. It's only like <laughs> you the third will be in, in grad school. I will be. For yes. sure. Hey, we're not alone today, are we? We are not. We're joined by two guests, Tim and Portia. Welcome, guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah, and you are new to newer to Hillcrest here in the last year or so. Yes. You've, you've, but, but you're not new to the area, right? That's right. I was... Uh, I was born in, and raised in Falconer, New York, and as soon as I graduated high school, I moved to New York City as fast as I could. <laughs> <laughs> but we we have a house up in Chautauqua, and we decided to retire up here, so we've retired and li- moved back here permanently. And I, I took Tim. I brought Tim sc- kicking and screaming all the way, <laughs> but he's he's happy. He's originally from. I'm originally from Western Oklahoma. <laughs> And so uh, New York City was never really my preferred stomping ground, so I'm happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. (laughs) And you both are from an accounting background, right? Yes, I'm a management accountant. And uh, And I'm a uh, tax accountant, so I I do taxes for a living, and I love it. (laughs) Contrary to popular belief, taxes are fun. (laughs) (laughs) And that's that's actually how we met. (laughs) I was busy doing the books when she came in to do the taxes, mm. okay. and that's no how kidding. we met. Yes. Yeah, we met over a Xerox machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is fun, and you both have joined our family, and it's wonderful. And Tim, you've joined the finance team, I hear. This yes. Next uh, yeah. year, so that's that's yeah, terrific. I haven't had my first official meeting, so uh, that'll be coming. Trust me, that'll be coming. <laughs> hey, so Lucas, so what are, what are we going to talk about today? We're in a series. Yeah. Well, you know, I think it would be easy because I really enjoy being up on people from Chautauqua and I enjoy being up on accountants but instead wow. we're wow. <laughs> sad <laughs> but you two brought your dog today so I'm gonna be nice instead Lulu is with us Lulu is with us so instead we are going to continue our secret sauce series which is all about the culture that is within Hillcrest and we are going to talk today about sacrificial giving Right, so woven really into Hillcrest history and, and into our DNA, I like to think, is, is this aspect of really giving sacrificially. And so we thought we would tee up a conversation with Tim and Portia because they're, they're passionate about this. You, you approached me several weeks back and said, and this is like music to a pastor's ears, right? You know, <laughs> could we talk about, could we come on your podcast and talk about giving? And oh, are you serious? For sure, for sure. No, and, and as we'll talk, it's not just about money. It's it's really about having a posture to heart for, mm-hmm. for giving. So, Portia, can you start us out? I mean, sure. When we talk about tithing, that's a biblical word. Sure. What, what does that mean? Well, the definition of a tithe is one-tenth of your annual produce, produce or earnings, and it was formerly t- taken as a tax for the support of the church and the clergy. So tithing is has a definition, but there's also tithes. And when, when you go to church, people say tithes and offerings. So just wanted to get a little bit of a background there about what it is, but I think the Bible has a different version of it or it's all started back with the story of Cain and Abel, but it really came to um, 
fruition for me when with the story of Lot. So, yes, um, um, Abraham um, brought his um, relative Lot with him when mm-hmm. he traveled to the Promised Land under God's guidance, and. Um, Lot, uh, they separated because they had gotten both so prosperous, and the portion of ground that Lot went to was attacked. And he and uh, his whole uh, entourage was taken prisoner. Abraham found out about it and uh, inquired of God what to do, and God said, go get him back. And so he mounted up his own private army and went and attacked the enemies and won a great victory and brought uh, all of the uh, spoils of war back, including rescuing his, uh, his uh, nephew, Lot. And as he was coming back, he uh, crossed by the uh, area that uh, was ruled by the king of Salem, whose name was Melchizedek fascinating figure in the old fascinating Testament, figure which is another whole podcast in itself <laughs> there is no introduction to melchizedek it's right. just announced that he's the king of salem and the high priest of the most high god yeah yeah and uh in the process of doing that this high priest brought out um, wine and bread as a part of the celebration of uh, his victory and in return uh, abraham gave him a tenth of the spoils and this is referred to in Hebrews, where uh, the writer of Hebrews is talking about the concept of tithing and and uh, the lineage of things. But uh, Melchizedek, as as uh, Mark mentioned, is a very fascinating individual. And this, you know, in in this particular passage, it says he gave a tenth, which is essentially the same word as uh, tithing. And uh, later on, when uh, Moses led the children of Israel out of uh, Egypt and began setting up an entire culture, a part of the uh, support for the temple and the religious uh, structures of this new civilization, essentially, uh, was uh, the tithe. It was a voluntary one-tenth of the produce and one-tenth of uh, what came in. And uh, that was uh, required of God, but it wasn't uh, necessarily policed. Right. It wasn't a, a tax collecting squad out collecting no, no. no, but it was understood that this, if you're a follower of the Lord God, you are going to give, and part yes. of that is 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 a give of a tithe, a right? Yeah, and that really flows out of the heart attitude, heart posture of the person, right? Yes, that, and and so I I like to refer to you know tithing. Some of the last, well, are we required to give a tenth? Uh, I don't uh, know that we're required to give a tenth, but you know, the Old Testament, right? That was yeah. that was seen as the minimum. So I, I say that's yeah. a great place to start. Yes, yeah, it's a great place to start. I, I think probably my comeback would be, you know, given who the person is and whether or not they might take offense at it. Right, is you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is revealing. Um, you know, the the idea is that. If the law of God is written in our hearts, it's no longer something that I have to pick up a piece of paper or a, a script from some legal authority to find out what my obligations are. It is literally coming from within. Mm-hmm. And uh, so if you don't want to give, then, or you don't want to do that, or you're quarreling about you know the pennies and nickels of it all, then 
chances are there's a deeper problem that is taking place, which is revealed. And just like the children of Israel have uh, left their God and quit tithing, quit giving, um, and they lost out on the blessings of God and eventually lost their entire nation, went into captivity. In the same way, the believer, if they're not responsive to the pull of God in, uh, in this area, they're going to miss out on the blessings in any kind of growth and any kind of teaching that God may have. And it'll be more wider than just the subject of giving. It, basically, you're putting a stopper on what God can do yeah, the blessing in, that in the person. Bring. Yeah, I, I use the illustration. There's, there's a couple in our church that definitely have a gift of giving, and they, they use the concept of open hands. And so, you know, if you have open hands to the things that God has given you, what he's put in your hands, yes, he can take something out, but he can also put things into your hands. Yes. So, but if, if you're clutching and holding on to, you know, for all your life, uh, it's pretty hard for him to put something in and, yeah. and it'll be a miserable experience for him getting yeah, it, it might, out. It might be very painful if he pries your fingers off yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not, not, a good, not a good plan. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when... Daniel and I sit and work on our finances and so on and plan out our budget for the year. Um, uh, you know, I've always steered clear of the the statement, you know, we, we need to pay our tithes. You know, no, no, it's an opportunity it's a, to mm-hmm. give. It's, right. a, it's a shift in mindset. Right. But I go to what Jesus said, you know, that where your treasure is, right, there's where your heart is. Right. That's, your heart will be there also. Right. So, and, and in essence, uh, you know, the, the idea is that God is more interested in the giver than he is the gift. I mean, as, mm-hmm. as someone has very cogently pointed out, God is not poor. He doesn't need what we have. And he's perfectly capable of dropping riches on the church if he so, so desires. So it, that it is not uh, the, the, the need portion of it. Uh, We're not to be compelled in any way, but the compulsion is designed to come from within Mm -hmm. uh, a person, and if that compulsion is squelched, then the grace of God working in that person's life will have dire consequences, really. It, it, It basically is an unfaithful move towards a faithful God. And, and in reality, you know, what God wants from us, and it's more than just the subject of giving, is he wants what he puts in us to come out of us. It is more, we're more than just a repository for the things of God. We are really more of a conduit to, mm-hmm. for the flow yes. of God's grace. Right. Uh, that, that is where we get our witness. That is where we get our ministry. It is the flow of grace. And he's not really interested uh, in us trying to do on our own efforts the things of God, even, even in the subject of giving. No. And, and if we approach it as we have some kind of obligation, then we're acting like there's either a law or some kind of contract or even worse, we're trying to buy favor from God. Oh, I gave a lot to the church, therefore. So, yeah, what, what would you say to the person, I guess, that, that looks at it from that standpoint? You know, I, I, I have to give, otherwise uh, the Lord isn't going to bless me. Or is, is that my motivation behind giving? Uh, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's kind of a, a softball lead in, but right. no, <laughs> uh, that that is not God's purpose at all. The, the better question would be um, if you do not have a inner desire to share, to yep. give, and, and giving is more than just money. Uh, sharing of your talents and your time and, mm-hmm. and uh, everything that you are and can be in the Lord is what he wants you to give. Uh, if, if you don't have that desire to do that, then you know what your next prayer needs to be. Lord, soften my heart right. uh, because there's something wrong here because, uh, you know, as the most famous scripture and, and uh, most quoted scripture in the entire world is, for God so loved the world that he gave. gave right. I mean, his, his love prompted him to give because he's just a giver no we had a need there is a need there and he looked down on us and saw that we had a need and he gave you know i came to this podcast thinking we were going to talk about like you know do you tithe pre-tax post-tax on your tax return yeah we should we should probably weave that in for us. You're the tax accountant here, right? So, so yeah. Well, they've changed all the rules about that, all that, but uh, made it so it's important to give financially. But that's again, that's not the reason we yeah. give. So, Tim, I think we've talked about a lot here, <laughs> and I know it's always the typical question here at Hillcrest. So what? <laughs> Well, the so what is that, uh, you know, giving is not the end all of everything, but it is a part of the ministry of the grace of God. Uh, God's grace flows in us, and it is not meant to be bottled up and kept and so that we get to be bigger and bigger and bigger Christians, mm-hmm. but rather it is meant to be a, uh, like I said, a, a, we're meant to be a conduit uh, and that's the only way we can truly represent God is we have to get out of the way and let him infill us. Well, this filling is, as Jesus described, is abundant and overflowing. Well, that, that whole idea of yeah. overflow means that you don't get to keep it all. No. It goes out. And giving is one of the primary ways, and the sacrificial part of it is one of the primary ways for this grace to flow out of us. And the idea of monetary giving is very organized, and so a lot of times we get caught up in the organized aspect of it and don't realize the spiritual component of it is that this money can trap us. We either own our possessions or our possessions own us. And this is a way of releasing our possessions into the hands of God so that they can be fully used. And if we don't do that, then we get bound up with all of the responsibilities of all the stuff we have and we'll be burdened. And uh, it's not to say that God wants poor Christians because they give it all the way, but there's a burden to owning something that God said to let go of. And uh, so that, that is the takeaway here is if you want truly the grace of God to work in your life, you got you have to be a giver. So we do an unpaid commercial every episode. So we, I, have, I have to be the fun person here. Otherwise, it's like the old men's club. Um, 
So is there something you all would recommend? We're doing a secret sauce series. So you're all from Chautauqua. Mm-hmm. So is there a way to get into Chautauqua at some point mm-hmm. for low-cost, broke college students? <laughs> and is there any place that they have good ice cream or good <laughs> food or something <laughs> yummy for a large, broke college student? <laughs> you, you want a generous portion. Yes. <laughs> As you know, Sundays are free. You can come and park your car outside and come in through the gates and wander around the institution. They also have a Sunday service, but uh, don't want to miss the Sunday service here here at Hillcrest. So So after uh, service here at Hillcrest, we can all go up to Chautauqua Institution, park outside, walk through the grounds, and enjoy the beauty of the the scenery. There's also an ice cream and places, several places to sit and have a snack or eat. Yeah, yeah, I love it. We we've done that for years with our kids and just mm-hmm. really enjoy going up on Sunday afternoon. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. It's wonderful. I like eating ice yeah. cream. So <laughs> it's wonderful. all good. Perfect. It's all yeah. good. Hey, well, we normally end in prayer. Yeah. So who are we going to point the finger at to pray? Oh boy, I think we ought to point the finger to Tim. Let him close okay. us in prayer. Could you, Tim? Yes. Father, we truly thank you for who you are, how great you are, and how you've taught us about giving by, not by word only, but by example. We pray, Father, that we would wrap our hearts and minds around truly the gift that you gave, which is above any other gift that could be given the person of Jesus, who came, who died for our sins, so that we might be not just rescued from our sins, but that we might live an abundant life even here, and not just when we get to heaven, but the abundant life here. We pray, Father, that as we we, uh, terminate and uh, walk away from this discussion, that we wouldn't walk away from the the moving of the Spirit that is in our lives, that we would remember and, and and reach out for the courage and strength from you and what you can do for us. And we thank you and you pr- we praise you for all of the things that you've brought our way, for the, the church that we have here that is, re- is responsible in the use of the money and, and uh, the resources that we have. And we pray, Father, that you would lead us in, in what to give and how to serve and uh, how to be uh, truly servants of you. We thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, you know, I'm thankful for you two for joining us. Sure. Thank yep, you for great to have you for coming along and having this conversation. I learned a lot, and I'm sure everyone else who tuned in did as well. Um, I want to thank everyone who listened. Uh, it's great to have them. And I realized that last week when we recorded a podcast, I challenged people to share the podcast Yes, just in time for this week when we start talking about money. Perfect. I don't want to look like that guy, and I hope the message <laughs> got through, but if it didn't, just go back and re-listen to the whole podcast, and you'll understand. listen until you get the message. But uh, it's a great encouragement to us when we see people sharing this along to other people that they think would enjoy it, and I encourage you, if you feel like you know somebody who would enjoy this podcast today, uh, you could... Um, share that to them also if you have any questions uh, we would love to take them you can either go to jumpstart podcast on facebook 
you're managing that bastard mark I so sure am. and uh, or you can email them to podcast at hillcrestjamestown.com we'd love to help people out and grow more comfortable in handling their finances absolutely and tim and portia would love to interact with you too if you'd like to talk more deeply about this reach out to the church and we will connect you to definitely. them definitely yeah yes. great to have you with us today god bless have a wonderful day